Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, creativity, crafting, and life in my northern town. Come back weekly and we'll chat about all the things that I'm working on. My name is Vicki Holloway and welcome to the podcast. It's the first day of staycation. June 15th. And you know what? I have a week off from work. Took a week off of work to do all the adult things. Because you know, when you can't take off from work very well, because coverage is slim for like my husband, he's got to get a physical and he's got to take his mom to his appointment and to her appointment. And he's got all kinds of things he's got to do. So do I. I'm you know, the bottom line is we had to take a week off from work in the summer to do the adult things. Hopefully, we can do one thing that I have on the list, and that's paint the kitchen. And that means I will watch and wash walls and help, but I'm a terrible painter. Look at my post-it note. And for those on the audio podcast, I have filled an entire post-it note of all the things that I want to accomplish from Saturday the 15th to returning to work on June 25th. I filled myself up. I don't know how I did it. Well, yes, I do know how I did it. I just kept saying yes to things. And the next thing I know, I didn't use my planner. And here we are. It's middle of June and I've got myself booked. I mean, I didn't have this much stuff going on all winter. But knocking out the customer quilts, I have one more on a deadline. And it's going to be a labor intensive quilt. So I'm going to put it on now and I have a month to finish it. It's got a lot of pebbling and ruler work. So hopefully I'll have it done in four weeks because the first week I'm off and I can take my time. So I've done a lot of customer quilts little custom quilting here and there and some edge to edge still have my quilts and mom's quilts and you know we're going to put one of those on next but what else do I have planned well I'm still going to work on organizing some of those closets because I'm finding that I have to be okay with the fact that it's going to be a process not an event I wanted it to be an event and be over with and do it the way like um, Marie Kondo and I'm reading Gretchen Rubin's Outer Order Inner Calm and you know they make it sound like you know you just pull everything out and do it <laughs> well that's not how I work the other part is I need to have time to let things go and to mentally prepare and to be ready and so that's okay we're going to hit a few things on my goal sheet this week for a couple of boxes in the closet and I have lots of boxes in the basement that need to go if the weather stops raining, then we can take things to the landfill that need to go to the landfill. And we have a recycling center that's changed the rules. So I think I can get some things there. So yeah, just cleaning up and you got to take time off from work to do that. It makes me really kind of mad because I just can't wedge it in in a 40 hour work week with only a couple of days off on the weekend. So what's on my list? Well, I want to make a welcome sign for the front door and maybe make it big enough to be seen from the street. Maybe, I don't know, have a quilt or some other thing like that on it. But the good thing about it is I have a Cricut maker and I'm going to make it work. Something. I also have a wooden box and I have a shadow box and I have an assortment of 
really cute teacups that need to be decorated. So they will be pretty cool with all the Cricut decoration, stickers, vinyls. And I'm going to add a few circles to my felt curtain. I need to make some longer. That's on the list. What else is on the list? I have a pineapple quilt that I thought was due July 20th, 27th. No, it's June 20th. Use your planner, Vicki. Use the planner. That's why you have it. So I got myself in a pickle. So I'm going to have to make the quilt a teeny bit smaller, I think, for the photographs. And, um, you know, it's going to be really cute. It's got 12 inch pineapple blocks and six inch pineapple blocks and I'm going to work on a layout as I'm putting it on the design wall. So that was a surprise and so was the customer quilts that had deadlines. They were just dropped off in the last couple weeks with deadlines and I said yes. So that's um, cool and it gets me motivated and we have a little bit more sunshine. <laughs> so I'm thinking that was going to get me going. And it did actually warmer weather does. I want to organize my craft space. I want to clean as usual, plus a little extra deep cleaning, which I started this morning of doing all the extra scrubbing in the bathroom and kitchen and working on mopping and getting dust, you know, the mop boards clean and I'm gonna have to wash walls and want to get the windows clean you know all that spring cleaning stuff because it finally warmed up enough here to be able to open the windows and do that that's on my list for the week i also want to go through my papers i somehow or another have got a mountain of papers i have not purged the old bills and all the old things you know notices and letters and things that i don't need to keep i need to go through that and I also want to straighten up the mudroom and I'm going to fingers crossed that it gets painted this summer and we have some flooring to put out there that would be so cute and pretty, but I'm not going to put high hopes on getting all that done this week because there's so many other things that have to get done. So that's my list. And I really hope to be able to put a gold star next to all of the things that I get done because you know, I hate taking time off of work and then sitting around and not getting anything done. Maybe the weather will straighten up so we can go up to the Sioux Locks and go on the little cruise around the the river and take the boat through the locks. I've done that a couple times, so maybe we can do that. I'm hoping that maybe the sun will come out and I can do a little walking and maybe get to the gym once. So there's lots of things. I've got plenty of things to do. And I just have to not allow myself to get on the uh, rabbit holes on YouTube or get on these pineapple blocks where you can get like sucked into a vortex of just wanting to get it done. Each pineapple block, I know you've heard me say, has 25 pieces in it. But the 12 and a half inch one, I really struggled. I'm going to hold this up for the camera. And for YouTube, you can see that there's, yeah, definitely 25 pieces. But I didn't know how to do it on a large paper piece. I'm using Fat Quarter Shop's uh, pineapple pads. The six inch, I usually just put the strips up, hold it up to the light. I don't usually pin it and I just sew. But I realized I didn't know how to do that. It's so big. How do you put the strips on so that you can see them through the light? Well, I learned through the tutorial that um, 
is on the fat quarter shop you have to fold it back trim first put your fabric on you will pin it and then sew and i've had a few mishaps along the way there's no doubt about that but i think i have mastered the 12 inch block I wanted to get 12 of them done before the 20th. I'm going to settle for nine, but I, the finished quilt, when I, um, if I have enough fabric, I would like to have it a 12, you know, set of three across and four down of these pineapple blocks. And I think I'm going to have a large sashing on it with the little six inch pineapple blocks as a setting stone or cornerstones in the sashing. But what I love is there's lots of room for doing fussy cutting in the larger pineapple block center. The little pineapple blocks, there's room for fussy cutting, but the center is much smaller. So you have to have a small print. I'm using Tulip Pinks, Eden, and a couple of other um, fabric lines that I had. And I fussy cut a fox. I fussy cut a um, part of a, a Luna moth and I fussy cut the tiger, and I fussy cut another tiger hidden in roses, and my favorite, favorite one is I fussy cut a little chipmunk, and then I bought her Zuma solid colors, and they really blend with all the colors. She's done a nice job of picking a color palette, and that's kind of where her fabrics live so that they play nicely together. Same with using her solids. They really, really go nicely together. So I got my planner. I'm going to start using it because I also signed up for Kinship. That starts July 1st. Now it's a hundred block in a hundred days with Gnome Angels um, quilt along and I'm not going to be able to do a hundred blocks in a hundred days. But kinship is pretty cool. It's the rectangular shaped blocks in addition to squares. And I have to say, Gnome, G-N-O-M-E, Gnome Angel, has all the stuff on her website. You can purchase the fabric there, or the pattern there. And I think she has kits too. But what's really cool is she has prize winners for people who keep up with the 100 blocks in 100 days. I'm going to relax about it. I love this pattern since I saw the release of it with the sneak peeks and that is going to be something I'm going to putter with most of the winter because I got to get that raffia quilt for the shop done as a shop sample. But those are some of my exciting things. But you know, you got to keep a planner going so that you do not overcommit yourself and make promises and then find out that you can't keep them or stress yourself out over it. So I'm not going to stress myself out over any more deadlines. I'm going to focus on the things that I want to work on and really, really make a goal to do better job at taking care of myself and not over committing. I know it's so hard. I keep saying that, don't I, on the podcast? What's the deal? I keep on keeping on doing the same thing over and over and expecting different <laughs> results. What is that all about? Well, it's called being human, but I also find it very hard to make some of these changes. <laughs> 
So that's, that was really, you know, the big, oh, I can't believe I did this to myself. I do about every um, six to nine months. I find that everything comes in one deadline. It's all clumped together. And then I get stressed out and I'm just like, just going to have to relax. And then the future long arming things that I get, things, the quilts that I get um, for customers, they're just going to have to, um, I'm going to have to be firm and have them understand that I work full time in addition to long arming and I just can't always do short deadlines. I thought I could and I have so far. I've delivered on all of them, but you know, the cost is that you wind up working 10, 12 hours a day and you get tired and then you realize that you did it to yourself again. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not going to do that anymore. And I'm going to try to get out walk now that the weather's warmer here. Maybe get to the gym more. Prep food more. So I've got the Instant Pot. And I think the experiment that I'm going to try this weekend is I bought some cubed steaks. And I've really been wanting Swiss steak. I don't know why. But I haven't had it in a long time. And I think you can make it in a healthier version. And I've been looking up different recipes. Or I just may cook them with a thinner gravy and be able to serve it with side dishes. We've done several things in it. My husband is really, really, really loving the Instant Pot for hard-boiled eggs. It makes it real easy. We've also made lots of dishes, pasta, and I like it. we used to call it goulash, and chicken and rice, all different kinds. And vegetables are better to me when they're steamed in the Instant Pot, not overdone, or in casseroles. I'm a one-dish person. I've always hated cooking, and this is just perfect for me. So if you are really into the Instant Pot, we have found a channel on YouTube that we really like. My husband and I watch it together. And it's called Pressure, P-R-E-S-S-U-R-E, -S -S Pressure Luck, L-U-C-K. Great channel. He's got great recipes. Everything from making your own pastrami to turkey dinner for Thanksgiving. He shows you how to do it all. And we've been watching it and learning and practicing different meals and finding that it's actually... A easy way to make healthy meals and keep them at good portion sizes. So pressure luck. Well, mid-June also brought some really exciting news for me. Was totally not expecting it at all. Do you remember that improv quilt that I worked on last year? There were little rectangles. I was making a modern row quilt and I did it as a little personal challenge where I did a whole bunch of blocks, um, almost one a day, about this time last year. And I decided that it was each row was going to represent the different elements of the earth, wind, fire, water, and humanity. So I called it the fifth element, entered it in QuiltCon, and it was promptly rejected. And I was just like, oh man, I really thought that it would make it to QuiltCon. I quilted it to death and I tried to learn, I tried, I did use a facing method where you don't bind the edge, but you put a, you know, a strip of fabric and you fold it all to the back so it's not visible. So it has almost like a floating edge or a canvas look well 
I thought, you know, I might as well try to enter it in another quilt show. And I did. I entered it in AQS Grand Rapids. It's American Quilter Society. They have a big show in Grand Rapids every year. I've not made it to their show in Paducah or Lancaster or Daytona, but I understand they're lovely shows. And I made it in. I was so excited. I had no confidence that this quilt was going to go anywhere because it's the quilt that when you show it to people, it's improv and it's inspired by the work of Gwen Marston. I've studied a lot of her quilts and read her books and I've got friends who actually took classes from her and she passed away this spring and you know it was very sad for me but this quilt really was inspired by her little sketches display that I watched a few years watch I went to the museum and looked at it a few years ago so little sketches is she did lots of little tiny quilts and they were small scale versions, a sketch, if you will, of a larger quilt idea. So I just joined together all the little quilt blocks that I made and the little sketches became the fifth element. So I was really, really excited because I really didn't think it would get into the show. It's got prints and solids. It's got batiks and it's got K-facet. It's got everything. It's got the kitchen sink in it. And I really did do a lot of tiny little quilting. And so I'm so excited. It's going to be in the modern wall hanging category, I believe is what I put it, the one that I put it in. It's not a humongous quilt. And I want to go... But I can't decide what day I want to go to the show in Grand Rapids. And part of it's going to depend on time off from work because I'm taking this week off in June. Not sure what all is coming up on the schedule for work. But I'm definitely going Saturday. My mom and I usually go on Saturday. But I'm thinking about maybe taking Friday off and going down for Friday and then Saturday and then heading back home. We'll have to see. I'm going to head down Friday anyway, so maybe I should just take the day off of work, go to the show. I don't know. I don't know because it's hotels and the cost of all of that, it just adds up. And is it really worth the squeeze on the lemon as they used to say? No, that's not what they used to say. Is it worth all the money invested? Okay, laugh at me if you want because I <laughs> mixed up my metaphors there. <laughs> but anyway, I'm just... Just thinking about it and trying to, you know, make as many fun trips and outings as I can because we only get 90 days up here of decent weather. And if it's a summer like this where it's June 15th, the high today is 60. It's been raining off and on every day since Memorial Day. More cold than not. The plants are really small and they're getting a lot of water, so they like that. But the sun is trying to break through and hopefully we'll have a little bit more um, nicer weather so that we can do some things outside and travel and all of the fall things will be here before we know it. School isn't out though. No, they're going till June 20th because of so many snow days because of the late blizzards in the second half of the school year. They're having to make up over a week of school. There are a lot of kids and parents who are not very happy about that. So overall, I've been very busy doing quilt things, 
not so busy making creative things, but on the knitting horizon, I am down to the last eight rows on my Gryffindor scarf, and I am researching what kind of shawl I want to make with the really big skeins of the pink chunky yarn that I bought in Virginia Beach last Christmas. Haven't decided yet. You know, it's going to probably take me a couple weeks um, to make some decisions, but this week I want to devote more to working with the Cricut. I know it's just a learning curve and you've got to invest the time in it. And it's not like quilting where I think you have to work on it every day to get your skills, but you have to do different type of projects all the time. And I think that I might even work on cutting paper. We'll see. I've got fabric that I was thinking I would use um, the Cricut to cut. And I'm thinking about hexagons. I got to cut out more of the papers for the paper piecing, but I'm thinking of having the Cricut set up to cut out hexagons for a swap that I did. I'm going to do. I did do a swap. It was so great. That's so much fun. You know, I've had swaps in the past where it didn't go very well. Not everybody participated in the swap. The rules were set up to where, you know, there was no extras and this and that. And then you get a box that's the size of a kitchen table full of all these extras. And it made me feel bad because I followed the rules. You know, have you been in those kind of things? So um, this swap was great. Everyone just put their squares in an envelope and sent them out. And I got some lovely, lovely squares, and I'm going to use them for hexagons. I, I don't have a lot of prints for making hexagons, and I'm falling in love with this English paper piecing, and I want to make an ice cream soda quilt one day when I get my skills up. So I did that, and then I saw another swap called a, it's a B swap, B as in bumblebees. So your fabric has to be yellows and have bees in one set. I've got till July 15th to cut out the 40 hexagons that I need, but I thought, you know, I could get that done really quick if I used the Cricut and it would be much more accurate. So I'm going to give it a try on some scrap papers that I have in scrap fabrics to see if I can figure out how to program it. And then the next thing I want to work on on the Cricut, and I know you can do it and I know there are videos out there, but it's to take a custom hand drawn thing that maybe I did or a friend did loaded into the Cricut or maybe your own handwriting in a font and you want to load it in and then cut things out. So those are the things that I want to work on this week and it's going to be incredibly fun maybe a little frustrating and also it'll keep me out of my husband's way if he can get the kitchen painted i am so bad at it you know we can't all be good at everything right and they're i'm just bad at painting um and the other part is we got this new flooring down and i'm so clumsy i don't want to drop a whole bucket of paint on the new flooring out there so anyway that is my week planned ahead and what I've been doing over the last week and I've learned I need to quit over committing use a planner try not to bunch yourself up with too much stuff at one deadline spread it out 
It's okay for things to be a process, not an event. And I am in it for the marathon, right? Not the sprint. You've ever heard of those sayings? And the other part is that I need to make changes if you want to see change. <laughs> really? Oh, that's a, what a massive insight on your 53rd birthday that you got to change if you want to have change. So anyway, I hope you all have a wonderful week. I'm going to have a fabulous week because, you know, even a terrible vacation is still better than a great week at work, as the old bumper sticker used to say. Don't get me wrong. I like my job. It pays well. I do have enough work to keep me very busy, but I still like to have my time off. It's a job. So a week of adulting. And I want to hear what do you have to do that too? Do you got to take time off? What kind of things do you do on your staycation? Um, Yeah, it's not always sunshine and roses, is it? Uh, Oh, we got to clean the garage too. I better put that on the list. Everybody have a fabulous week. And if you'd like a My Creative Corner 3 coffee cup or tote bag or our Creative Souls coffee cup, look up my Etsy shop, My Creative Corner 3. You can go to the website, mycreativecorner3.wordpress.com and tell me what you do on your staycation. And if you want to support the show, there is a link there to do one-time support to buy me a virtual cup of coffee or, you know, you could become a patron. And I really appreciate those people who have become a patron. And there's a link to that also on my blog. So everybody enjoy your week. And I'm adding a few more um, blog posts. I'm trying to do one a week on Saturday morning coffee, just kind of my musings as I'm sipping coffee in the morning and trying to figure out this thing called the weekend and what I should be doing and the things that I don't really want to waste time on anymore. Those kinds of musings are kind of rambling like this podcast. So everyone take care and have a wonderful week. We'll see you after the staycation and I'll see if I was able to do any of it because part of my Saturday morning coffee post was three hours into staycation and I didn't want to do a thing on my list. Not one thing, but I did. I got the pineapple block done. I cleaned the bathroom and did extra cleaning and I mopped. Gold star for me. I adulted. I adulted. I'm very proud of that. Y'all have a great day and quilt on everyone. <laughs>